the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the wonderful application... <clears throat> which you can get from WFL.com. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for doing that. We do not take it for granted even one teeny tiny iota. Forecast, a lot of clouds. Shower or two, still possible. Kind of a mild day, but getting a little cold tonight. 50 to low, still cloudy. And then tomorrow, here it comes. Cloudy, rainy, 56 the high. And even into Friday, looks like some clouds and rain for a good part of the day, or at least the first half. And... Friday's I just 48. So, you've been warned. Get the coffee going from now, get the hot tea, whatever it might be. Los Angeles Dodgers won the World Series last night. Beat Tampa Bay 3-1 to to take the series four games to two. It's the first time since I was a sophomore in, in, uh, in college. I'll let you figure that out. That the Dodgers have won the World Series. And uh, an even more important number, statistic, uh, I should throw out to you, is uh, our partnership with Transworld Radio. We are at 105 radios down and um, just 63 to go. It's a really neat thing. I want to thank Barbara in Doylestown, picked up the cost of one. Stephen in Bristol did three. Joseph and Laurel Springs did two, and Ronald in Philadelphia did four. They're our most recent folks to help out and provide these very special wind-up radios that don't require being plugged in. So as we send these to eight or nine different countries in Africa, folks who don't have access to electricity are able to take them and receive the gospel message through another big part of Transworld Radio's work, which is the antennas and the translation and shipping all these, uh, the, the signals and everything they, they do. We worked with them before, if you remember last fall, last, the year before that too, helping build transmitters. This time it's putting the actual hardware in the hands of Africans and we're loving doing it on a very super simple level. If you appreciate WFIL, you can appreciate what it would mean for someone else to be able to hear the gospel and in their own language, which is a whole other topic we may have uh, the president of TWR on with us before the week is out. His name is Lauren Libby. Hoping to have that uh, conversation with him in the next day or two. So it is sim- very simply put, to the extent that you are blessed perhaps by listening to the radio station here, imagine giving that gift an opportunity to someone else. And if you have been listening a little bit last week or two, I've shared some testimonies from folks who have reached out to Transworld Radio in Africa and shared people who are not even believers who have uh, from completely different religions even say, I'm hearing about this Jesus. I want to know, how do I know him? And many other applications of hearing the gospel, whether it's with their marriage or their walk with God directly. And uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful work. It's amazing. It's potentially life-saving, really. And we thought when we approached this this time around, you know, theoretically you could try and bring in support for 
tons and tons of radios, which we're open to, but to kind of have some fun with it, to get some shape to it, we're done 56 radios a week uh, over a three-week window. So that totals 168 radios by the time we're done. And right now, we have cracked the 100 mark. Very thankful for that. 105, in fact. One other little quick note. Every nine radios that comes in, we have an anonymous donor willing to do a tenth one. So that helps spur the thing on even faster. If you're wanting to do a lot more, if somebody's listening and says, I'd like to do 100 radios all by myself, well, that's okay. You're allowed to. Don't don't let us stop you. Uh, but the number to help out if you want to join in is uh, 888-988-5656. 888-988-5656. Or you can go to WFL.com and you will see the uh, Trans World Radio banner right there. We're hoping to wrap that up by the end of... Uh, the week, really, what's today, Wednesday? The days are flying by. <laughs> I lose track sometimes. So by the weekend, we're trying to conclude our goal, and we're, we're, going, we're getting there. Uh, so help out if you could. Maybe you could do the cost of one or two, like a lot of folks do, or three or four. Some folks have done half a radio. That's great, too. It all adds up. One more time, it's 888-988-5656, 888-988-5656, or at WFIL.com. We have a brief break to take, and then we are looking to welcome aboard a gentleman named Jason Jones, who's a film producer with that movie Divided Hearts of America, a very powerful documentary. The executive producer for that, Benjamin Watson, who is a Super Bowl champion, played with the Patriots and a number of other teams, I think the Saints. And uh, Jason was in the thick of all this as a producer. He's also an, also an author, an activist, a human, right work, a human rights worker, I should say. And um, he's president of something called Movie to Movement and also the Human Rights Education Organization. So we're going to chat with Jason about this film, which is something you can actually purchase uh, at SalemNow.com. And if you do that, WFIL.com, sorry, WFIL is the promo code for that to get a discount. SalemNow.com, promo code WFIL. On the topic of abortion, very complex, lots of angles to it. Uh, Simple, right, in one way, complex in many other ways too. So anyhow, we're looking to uh, give Jason a buzz right now. During the first commercial break, we'll bring him on the program and go from there. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thank you for hanging out today. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 410 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. And uh, let's bring on now our guest. I was introducing before the break, just to give you a heads up, film producer, author, activist, human rights worker, president of Movie to Movement, and much more, and uh, involved with the Divided Hearts of America film you've been hearing about on our radio station. Jason Jones is checking in. Hello, Jason. How are you today? Aloha. Great to be on your show. Sorry about the the trouble there. No, no trouble at all. It's it's all good. Uh, now, so you're doing Aloha, and since we've been emailing, you've been doing the Aloha thing, so I'm going to take a stab and guess where you're calling from today? Am I? <laughs> yeah, actually, no, I'm from Hawaii, but we just moved to Texas. Can you believe that? We moved here. Um, we've been in our house, I guess, now almost two months. So Okay. We're bringing Aloha to the hill country of Texas. That's great. Do you happen to know Shane Victorino? Just a random question. Do you know who he is? Uh, Shane <laughs> The name sounds. I know that he's a ball player. player. Yep, yep. He was a Philly for yeah, a long no, I know time. His dad, do you I really? Know his dad, I'm friends. I'm friends with his dad. Yep, yeah, yeah. Are you serious? That's hilarious. I'm serious. You know, in Hawaii, about fifty percent of the time, if you ask me if I know somebody, <laughs> I do. 
That's very funny. Shane, Shane and I actually yeah. have a little bit of a history together. I've covered the Phillies for a lot, a lot of years and when he was in town and when he was in town with the Red Sox. And he actually was kind enough to do a, a benefit uh, fundraiser. We have a daughter who's disabled. And we also have a brother works in Africa and does missions work in Uganda. And uh, he did, a, a, a like this is 10 years ago, but he actually did a little dinner with us. And we were able to have a restaurant. They donated their services and raised a lot of money to help support both of those things. So it's very kind of him to do that. That's a, and he's obviously he's the only person from Hawaii that I actually know personally. Uh, well, and I'll tell so. you, I, I, where did you go? I think he went to Hawaii Pacific University for college. But I know here's what I know. I know his father loves the Lord. And mm. his father's a very generous, good man. Um, so I, it doesn't surprise me to hear he's doing good things, you know. Amen. Amen. That's great stuff. Well, that's 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 great to make that little connection. It's fun. Um, the topic of the film that you've been involved with, Divided Hearts of America, uh, not as fun, but certainly super real and super important to talk about. And uh, maybe we could have you on a, a you know a time or two even just to kind of break it down because there's a lot we could discuss. Um, share just share for a moment, of, you know, where you came into the equation, what your role was with the film, and 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 maybe some just broad thoughts about it. Yeah, I'm a producer, and it's, people always say, what is a movie producer? And I always tell people who come to work for me or intern for me, you know, uh, the film industry is a cruise ship, and we're the ones who shovel coal uh, <laughs> into the engine. So, you know, that's what we do. It's, a, it's the hard work, Yeah, uh, making sure the movie is made. Um, but, you know, my first movie was a movie called Bella. Yes. Which, uh, you guys were a big part of making a success. I mean, my whole career, uh, Salem Radio and Christian Radio broadly has been – key to the success of my film career. But, uh, you know, my, my whole goal with film is to make people walk out of the theater um, and, and loving and understanding the dignity of the human person more, especially the child in the womb. And so our goal with this film, Divided Hearts of America, we knew that my producing partners, Chad Bonham and um, Elizabeth Kennedy, we knew that we were going to have a divided country going into the election. We didn't know about COVID, so we were hoping to be in theaters. We said, let's make a movie that runs through the division, takes the division head on, and seeks to unite our country through what is dividing us. And we thought the only person that could pull it off is sort of the most beloved men in America, Benjamin Watson, tight end for the Patriots, Super Bowl champ, loves the Lord. And this is a guy who, if you follow him on Twitter, which I suggest everyone do, he has these Twitter conversations, not Twitter battles, you know, but Twitter conversations on racism, on abortion, on, on some of the most challenging topics. So we thought Benjamin Watson is the only guy we can do this movie with. He's going to say no, so let's ask him and then move on to the next idea. <laughs> so we asked him, and he said yes. And we're like, uh-oh, now what? <laughs> so we, made, you know, we sent Benjamin on this, this mission to discover what's at the heart of dividing America. He interviews Ben Carson, Senator Scott, uh, abortionists, pro-life activists, uh, the King fam, people across the spectrum. And what, we've, what Benjamin discovers is that the secret at what's dividing us and what has divided this country from its very beginning was the denial of the founding principle, denying what was in the Declaration of Independence, that we're endowed by God with inalienable rights. And that's also been, this, you know, that, that principle has been the source of our great unity. Uh, we're not unified by ethnicity. Um, we're not unified by religion, denomination. We're not cultural or ethnic heritage. We've been unified in a shared commitment to recognize the truth 
about the dignity and beauty of each other. And slavery was that weed that was growing long before the wheat of this republic was planted, and we had to deal with that. It almost ripped this country apart. And then we had segregation uh, for 100 years, and that almost ripped our country apart. And then less than a decade after the Civil Rights Act, uh, it, took, you know, it took us 100 years from the Civil Rights Act to really live out the true meaning of the 14th Amendment. And then almost seems that it has to be diabolical, the Supreme Court finds the right to abortion in the 14th Amendment, the amendment that uh, recognized slaves as U.S. citizens, with their, all their rights protected. They found in that a way to abandon the child in the womb, abandon the child in the womb and make sure their rights wouldn't be protected. So Benjamin went on this journey, and he really came to discover the secret that will unite us, and it's very simple, although it's a great challenge. And the secret is, let's live out the aspirations that our founding fathers gave to us. That great aspiration, the Declaration of Independence, the only country founded on a vision of the human person, the only country in the history of the world founded on the Christian vision of the human person, that has come to us. Our founding fathers made one big mistake. They call it self-evident. Well, it was self-evident because they were from a Christian civilization, but it was made evident through the gospel of Jesus Christ, it was made evident through the Jewish scriptures that told us that man is made in the image of God. And then when the second person of the Trinity became man, uh, that startling truth is um, the fruit of all the great blessings of liberty we have and freedom and, and um, peace. So that's what the film is about. There's so much you're going to discover. I've been, I've been in this battle now since I was a 17-year-old boy following uh, as a 17-year-old soldier. Uh, while I was in basic training, my high school girlfriend's father beat her up and forced her to get a third trimester abortion. Wow. And it was that event that sort of sent me on this. That, you know, I've been adult since then to just try to do all I can to protect pre-born children and women from the violence of abortion. And um, this movie is my latest attempt to keep that commitment. I couldn't protect my own child, uh, but I want to do all I can to protect other children. Folks just tuning in, Jason Jones is our guest. He's one of the producers for uh, Divided Hearts of America. You've been hearing that on our radio station. You can uh, purchase and view on SalemNow.com, S-A-L-E-M-N-O-W.com. Put the promo code W-F-I-L in there, and that will help you get a discount. There's so much to this film. Jason, one of the things you talked about um, is that 14th Amendment, and I should just say this very briefly, folks who watch this, it's very, it's, it's fast paced, but not overwhelmingly fast paced. There's lots of interviews. They cut, cut back to people. We've had, for example, Dr. Alveda King has joined us several times over the last couple of years talking about different topics, including pro-life uh, issues. Um, so you go back and forth, including different sides, uh, not just everyone who's, who is, is pro-life per se. Um, and, but it's a history lesson of sorts because it's part of this whole process is education. So like you referenced the 14th Amendment, having said that, um, can you take a second just explain a little bit more of like what you meant by the Supreme Court? I think you even in the, in the documentary and in, in the movie, you say the Supreme Court reached into the 14th Amendment um, that realized uh, that, that said everyone is fully uh, like, a, a, like the slaves were fully American citizens and then – where it says no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, and how that was used uh, against uh, the, you know the unborn. Yeah, it's it's, it's strange. They they didn't they, they even kind of admitted that it's not there, but they kind of see it there. And okay. the number, you know, it's, it's there. You just can't see it. Uh, 
So they can see in the 14th Amendment to a right, of, right to abortion, which isn't in the 14th Amendment. And that's why so many, even on the left, will argue that Roe v. Wade was a catastrophe as a decision. Um, and But here's the reality. Yeah. Every generation has these strange enthusiasms that, that are nonsensical and absurd. Slavery was absurd, right? We look back and it's just unthinkably bizarre. And yet there were those who argued that the right to own other human beings and force them to be labor was somewhere in the Constitution. The Virginia Supreme Court said that Native Americans were not persons. They, you know, that's bizarre to us. Uh, every age has its, you know, segregation, using the law to segregate us yeah. by something that is really not real, race. You know, there's, it's, race is not a thing. Um, it's bizarre. Now, yeah. Abortion is equally bizarre for that listener flipping through, you know, the, the, the thought that we would use violence to destroy the most vulnerable member of the human family in the womb of their own mother, the child in the womb, is bizarre. To say that you don't know that there's a person there is being dishonest, no one today believes that what is inside the, the womb of a mother is not a human being, it's not a person. Everyone understands that. So the, the reality that we abandon the most vulnerable member of the human family the child in the womb from legal protection is, is, is bizarre, but we have to deal with that enthusiasm. And as Christians, you really, what's great, I think that is our calling. In every generation, there's a vulnerable community. And I think the social, you know, we hear a lot about social justice or the social gospel. And oftentimes that means fighting yesterday's battles today. That's what I think. Um, that's not very challenging. What's challenging is to stand up to the ideologies of evil that we face today. Stand with the people who are vulnerable today, whether it's the child in the womb, whether it's the Uyghur and Chinese-occupied East Turkestan, whether it's the Yazidi uh, facing genocide from ISIS or the Armenians standing nose-to-nose with Turkey uh, looking at another genocide. Thanks be to God, President Trump uh, and Pompeo stood with the Armenians this week, and, and that was resolved. But to me, that's what the gospel is. And there's the most vulnerable, there's no one in the world more vulnerable than that young woman in a crisis pregnancy in your neighborhood that is looking between the pro-life pregnancy center and the abortion clinic. That young woman, that child in her womb are the, truly the two most vulnerable people in the world. And so as Christians, our job is to stand with them. And I try to stand with them through film. Others stand with them through this pregnancy center networks, which to me are doing the most important work in our country because they stand with the most vulnerable women in our community at the most vulnerable moments of their life. And that to me is, that is what the gospel is. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot more to unpack there. Jason Jones hanging out with us for a little while here. Um, just to your, one of the things you mentioned, uh, I believe it was Steve Jacobs from Illinois right to life who come, you cut back and uh, forth to uh, throughout the, throughout the film mentioned that he did a, uh, the the whole idea of when life begins this has been such a topic of you know the abortion debate. So since some folks would say there's no agreement, so like it's kind of random or or, or, or haphazard. And Jacobs actually did a study, I think during his doctorate, asking for input from fifty five hundred five thousand five hundred biologists in eighty six countries, and ninety six percent of them said life begins at fertilization. Like there really wasn't any confusion about when life actually begins. So just to kind of, sometimes these narratives over time start fracturing into other areas. And 
there are a lot of points of clarification in the film. So anyhow, just to to shore that up, what you were saying. Stephen Jacobs guy. Yeah, we have embryologists, abortionists. Stephen Jacobs was was you know very bright guy. Knows what he's talking about. Hmm. Speaks clearly. And, uh, and and he has a lot of knowledge, and, and so that's what that what I love about the film is. I mean, I, I don't. I think it is the best documentary ever made on the subject of abortion. But it's really it's more than about abortion. It's really about the division in this country. You know, at the root of what's dividing us is we have forgotten who we are and we have forgotten who our neighbors are. And the, the institution of slavery is like William Wilberforce and others so beautifully reminded us made us a brutal people. Colonialism in the 19th century led to the vicious brutality of World War I and World War II. These institutions, they can't stay in a box. The brutality comes home to roost. The idea that you could keep genocide in Armenia in 1914 didn't happen. It ripped across the Western world throughout the 20th century. The idea that you can keep violence against the vulnerable in the womb of a woman is absurd. It erupts through all levels of society, because we're denying the truth about who we are. And we're lying to ourselves and others. Abortion is a lie. It is a big lie. And it's a lie about the most important thing in the world. And it's a lie about who we are. And as Christians, what we're blessed with is the knowledge of the truth, that we are made in the image of God, that we have an incomparable dignity and worth, that we were made by the all-knowing, all-loving, all-powerful creator of the cosmos, and that your neighbor, your neighbor is the most beautiful thing in the created cosmos. We can go on, we can go on Elon Musk's rocket in every direction for all of eternity, any direction, and not come across anything more beautiful than your neighbor who leaves his trash can out four days after pickup. That guy <laughs> is the most beautiful created thing in the cosmos. Nancy Pelosi, Hunter Biden, Donald Trump, these are the most beautiful creatures in the cosmos. Mm. Those rioters that we look at lost, broken, scared, confused. They don't know who they are. So they're acting that way. And it's our job to remind people who they are. We just had that in Philadelphia this week, as you, as you may, may know. Sorrowful, and I'm so sorry for your community. And I saw the family of the man that was having the episode, and I just wish everyone would listen to his words and be respectful to that, that father. Um, and it, it is really heartbreaking. But this is the Christian moment. Uh, the world needs us now more than ever. Now we have religious leaders out there, Christian leaders, Phil Fisher, Piper, others telling us to vote for candidates that support abortion. Unbelievable. Uh, now more than ever, we as Christians need to firmly say that we stand with, we stand with the vulnerable. We work for laws. I make humane movies because I want a humane society. The key to a humane society is having laws that respect and protect the most vulnerable members of our community. And so we have to, when we make choices on which radio station we listen to, which movie we go see, which candidate we vote for, we want them to be, we want humane art, and we want humane laws. And so we need to choose accordingly. Jason Jones, uh, spending some time with us today, has a lot going on, so we only have him for a little while longer, but just, um, and, and hopefully we can have you back again to follow up, because there's so much to unpack. The movie that we're talking about, Divided Hearts of America, you've heard about it on the station, SalemNow.com, S-A-L-E-M-Now.com, promo code WFIL, uh, and you can get a discount on it, but 
Tim Scott, one of the uh, folks that Benjamin Watson interviewed, U.S. Senator from South Carolina, said, I'll commit to worrying about the child after it's born. How about you let the child be born? And he didn't say it in a snarky way, but just that's that's part of this conversation. It also comes out with some of the other folks who are interviewed, right? Like, let's vote. I'm with you. I would rather vote and, and let's get the child born. But I, I say this on my show. I said it for years. If you're if your pro-lifeness stops after you've pulled the lever or pushed the button, then you really need to do more than that. As you have the opportunity, as God, you open your home, let someone live with you to woman to have her child, whatever it looks like over time, or bring someone into your home who doesn't have a place to live, whatever it is, be pro-life in other ways. Then I think, the yeah, argument, you know, let me, let, yeah, exactly. And let me tell you, I think a mistake that socialists make, um, people on the left, they think that all concern must come to the government. No, the government should yeah. protect us. It's its job, the courts, the police, the laws. But how we love and care for each other should really be done through the free institutions of civil society. Yeah. So socialists think, oh, you don't support uh, government takeover of housing or government take, takeover of agriculture or government takeover of health care. Therefore, you don't want people to have food or homes or health care. No, we believe, and I think if you look around the world – were right, that the free institutions of civil society, people, neighborhoods, families, churches, um, nonprofits, working to the free market, I mean, the free market's the single biggest way to lift people out of poverty. Uh, there are a lot of ways to care for the poor. So you'll see this, and, and you saw this from the founder of VeggieTales recently, now this false equivalence, like if, if you don't support this government program, then you don't support helping the people is it? This government program is created to help. You know, I was a teen parent, born to a teen parent. Um, I know what it's like to struggle and work a minimum wage job, two minimum wage jobs full time and hope for overtime for time and a half while raising children and going to community college. And I thank God that I was born into this country, a country where I'm free and freedom has given me all the opportunities I have had. Maybe I started in a place behind other people, but through hard work and sacrifice, I've been able to go places and do things. Only in a country can a guy like me, born to a 16-year-old who went on to become a teen parent in high school dropout, produce movies, run presidential campaigns, publish books, and all the opportunities I've had in my life. It's because of freedom. And a free society is a society where it's best for everyone. And sure, you might have differences, but differences is great. I don't envy people with more than me uh, materially. I think all of us, right, we even have to make choices. If we aspire for certain things materially, we'll lose more important things like relationships with our spouse or our children. So we have to manage. Um, but, yeah, so that's the problem uh, where that's where the confusion comes in. But where we should not be confused as Christians, just because something isn't a right doesn't mean we don't have a Christian duty to care for the people. So I don't think there's a right to health care, but there's a Christian duty for me to make sure that everyone uh, gets the health care they need. Jason, um, yeah, and- <laughs> this is a this is a this- great topic that maybe we could we could pause and then revisit because what you just said is so it's such an important distinction. It's I, I know it's uh, I don't know how much you would say it's what you just said is in divided hearts of America, but the idea of what is the government's role? I've been thinking about this recently. To, to, like you said, keep some order, 
But is it their job? How how far is the government supposed to – are they supposed to make you love your neighbor? Are they supposed to say, well, you have 100 grand and he has five, so let me take half and give it to him? Is it – okay, we all have the same opportunity, but you decided to sit over there and fritter it away and you decided to work hard. Like there are different levels to all of this discussion, but the role of the government – uh, and 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 what's the role of the church? What's the role of the individual too? And that comes through. I, that part I know comes through in the answer, which we won't say with the film <laughs> at the at the end that Benjamin Watson, as he's on his journey, uh, comes to an answer, which, which I love. And I love well, your intentionality, Jason, too. So I, 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 yeah, I'm saying a lot here, but go ahead. <laughs> well, no, you know, I I, I sorry, I kind of digress. I just finished. Uh, I'm almost done with the six part series at the stream on Christians and voting, and and it is it is a frustration of mine where people confuse. What is your right to expect from the government, and what is our what is a Christian duty? And then and they confuse anything that's a Christian duty and that to, to be an obligation of the government, and that's that's not the case. Yeah. In fact, that's how you create hell on earth, uh, whatever that's been tried, like so Soviet Union and did Cambodia under the Khmer Rouge. Um, but yeah, with with the the, the the secret, I'll share the secret of this movie really, which okay. the secret that Benjamin Watson discovers is. The Declaration Principle it was there all along that we have to lovingly promote uh, the truth about the dignity of the human person. We just made a bunch of shirts at MovieToMovement.com, which you can get at the Movie to Movement store, where we have it says image of God, mirror image, so when you look in the mirror, it reads right. But we have made them with Biden, Trump, Nancy Pelosi, hmm. uh, Amy Coney Barrett, Maisie Hirono, Sort of some of the most vilified people <laughs> on one side loved on the other. Right. But we put image of God on, on the shirt, mirror image, and we're going to make one with Hunter Biden throwing out next week. And, and that's just in the midst of all this confusion and anger. This is our moment as Christians to tell the truth and save this republic. It's in the balance. If people don't understand that, the original title of this movie was Before the Fall. Because we were, you know, our original angle was if we don't overturn Roe versus Wade, the republic will fall. Because you can't, uh, if you obliterate in the minds of Americans the belief in the inalienable rights of the individual, everything collapses. The only thing that can keep us unified is uh, tyranny and total government. Those are the choices, really, we face. So it's very important we promote the Imago Dei, the image of God. And pray for revival, and, and 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 love our neighbors in the midst of all of the hostility, the anger, and the turmoil, and and that's how we'll do the most important thing I think for each generation is to bless their posterity. Jason Jones, we've producer. Sorry, um, the last thing you said, I, cut, I didn't hear you. We we have been blessed, yes, by the sacrifice of our ancestors, and so I really, it would be such a shame for the most blessed generations. In the history of the world, the most blessed country in the history of the world, to not pass on to our posterity what we've been given. Jason Jones, who's a, a producer with the film Divided Hearts of America, glad uh, for the time. Thank you so much. And uh, just two things: repeat that site where the T-shirts are. <laughs> I'll go to movie2movement.com. Okay. And we actually have a link right there. You can go to salemnow.com to watch the movie. Use the code MTM for your discount and go onto the store. And you can get your Image of God shirts as well. And I'm praying for you, Philly. <laughs> My heart was breaking, and I'm praying. And it was movie Q, like the letter Q? No, movie Q. Like movie, our movie's going from a movie to a movement. So it's 
MovieToMovement.com. There we go. MovieToMovement.com. And and in the film, Divided Hearts of America, maybe this is capturing what you're saying. Dr. Ben Carson is in this this film. And at one point, he said, I used to have kind of a live and let live philosophy. Then I thought about slave owners and that they could do anything with them, include kill them. And what if the abolitionists had said, well, I don't believe in slavery, but you can do whatever you want. And that got him thinking. And, and this, the greater application, I think, for the rest of us is to be involved, whether it's through voting, but certainly also through your life. Like you have the ability to love the person right in front of you and pray for opportunities and your life matters. It's You're not just like kind of – don't get – don't get pulled into the background and think that it's just somebody else's job. When I hear about immigration, it's the same thing. Yeah, someone should really take care of those people. Okay. Yeah. So who? Like a government agent like who's being paid and forced to do something? Like are you willing to take someone into your home? Like let's talk through what the, what it looks like. Obviously, we all can only do so much, but we should be doing something and not sitting back and just philosophizing about it. So anyway, that this film does a lot of that. The education – the information, not heavy-handed, multiple sides, thought, well-thought-out questions. And um, thanks for putting it together and for your work for the Lord in this, Jason. No, it's my, it's my privilege. And I'll say that you're, you're calling people to action. I'd like to share something. I really tend to understand that solidarity is not helping someone with their burden. Uh, there are those who are carrying way more than their fair share of life suffering. Solidarity is, through an act of will, carrying my fair share of life's burden. And I know that I am not carrying my fair share. I've been blessed, and it's a mystery to me. It's confusing to me why some suffer so much and carry so many burdens, and I do not. And so, therefore, through an act of will, prayer, through God's grace, I want to go over there and help others shoulder uh, the burden so I can at least carry some more than I've been given. Maybe I won't ever have the courage and the fortitude to carry my fair share, but I, I pray with God's grace I can. Amen. Amen. Jason, thanks for taking time today. Keep up the good work, and hopefully we can connect again down the road. And uh, God bless you and your family today. Thank you. Aloha. Aloha. Jason Jones, director and uh, involved with a film producer for the film uh, Divided Hearts of America. We have a brief break to take. We're a little overdue, but that's okay. If you want to order the film and watch it, it's SalemNow.com. S-A-L-E-M. N-O-W, SalemNow.com. Make sure to put the promo code WFIL in there to get a discount. Very well done. Lots of great thought. Lots of great education. Powerful and call to action, too. Uh, Don't watch it if you just want to watch cartoons and eat popcorn, which is okay sometimes. But (laughs) check it out. And uh, we'll be back in just a second. It's Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons, 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 441, the Tim DeMoss Show. A lot of clouds the rest of the afternoon with a shower or two uh, possible. Down to 50 tonight. Cloudy and rainy much of the day tomorrow and a high of just 56. Friday, cloudy, a few showers. Maybe sun Friday afternoon, a high of 48. Just want to briefly, um, Dodgers, by the way, in case you didn't know, won the World Series last night. First time since I was a sophomore in college back in 1988 they uh defeated tampa bay three to one transworld radio i just want to give you a quick update we are doing great uh, and making wonderful progress 
We have just a few days left. We're looking to wrap up our partnership this coming weekend to provide special wind-up radios that don't require electricity, and therefore they're very portable, if you will, usable wherever. And uh, we've had 105, I think, come in so far, and the goal is 168. So we have 63 to go. Every ninth one, we have an anonymous donor willing to do ten, uh, do the tenth one. They're fifty dollars, includes import taxes, distribution. Will allow many to hear the gospel in their own language. Transworld Radio has been doing gospel work in uh, right now. It's one hundred and ninety countries for seventy years, something like that, since the fifties. So they have a lot of infrastructure, if you will, relationships with local churches, all those things kind of laid out nicely, and we're just sending some funds down the line so they can get the radios and put them in the hands of those who need to hear the gospel. It's a beautiful opportunity. We're glad to work with them. If you want to jump on board and help out, it's 888-988-5656, 888 or WFIL.com. Thanks to everyone like Bryant in Norristown, Vanessa in Philadelphia, and Dennis in Claymont, Delaware, among those who have helped out. $50 does one radio. Maybe you could do a couple. Maybe you could do four or five. Maybe you do a half a one. Whatever you do, it all adds up. It's really cool to see the WFI listening family come together and make it happen. 888-988-5656 to help out. 888-988-5656 or WFIL.com. Thank you so much from Transworld Radio and WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. AM 560, WFIL.com, on the WFIL app and at radio.com. 446 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for listening in today. Sometimes the program just takes twists and turns I'm not planning on, and this is one of those examples. Been working on having a conversation with country music star Dina Carter, who's in a movie called A Very Country Christmas Homecoming that debuts this weekend on Up TV. And it turns out that now's a good time for Dina, so... Dina, how you doing? Hey, Tim. What's going on? Well, a lot's happening. Normally, I'm not a Christmas Eve before Halloween kind of person, but holy cow, it's November on Sunday, so I guess it's okay, right? I know. It just has snuck up on all of us. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, with five kids, they're all itching to get out there, trick-or-treat, and then Thanksgiving, then Christmas, but this is the time of year the the Christmas films start coming out, and... Uh, a very country Christmas homecoming is one of those. I, I got a chance to watch the whole thing. Really liked it, and um, want to get your take on it because there's so many themes in it too, right? So, um, that, yes. Yeah. Well, it's the third in this country series. A very country Christmas was the first. A very country Christmas wedding. I'm sorry. A very country wedding, and then a very country Christmas homecoming is this third film that I get to play Jolene, who is the heart and soul of this small town that Zane and Jeanette live in, in this community. And she got to mentor Zane as a, a child and, and still continues to give him comfort and advice through his career. And she's a sassy little thing who had her own career back in the day. So she has a lot to draw on to feed into their lives and be there for them. And this, ser- this movie, The Homecoming, is where they come home for the honeymoon and Jeanette's ex-father-in-law shows up in town and sort of causes some wrinkles in their happy, blissful (laughs) um, state that they're in after the honeymoon. So Jolene steps in to help smooth all that out. 
Yeah, you know, I like your character. Uh, no pretense, just kind of what you see is what you get, and humor mixed throughout, and some flexibility too, despite kind of the you know slightly rough exterior. Like this is kind of what do I have to do with this? You know, whatever. Um, is that you in everyday life? Was it hard to do the character at all, or is that kind of an extension of a little bit of you? It's definitely an extension of me. You know, it's been fun to play a character that the writing and the dialogue parallels so many experiences that I've had in real life. And um, it's just been so much fun. I could draw on any situation over the last 25 years (laughs) and apply it to something in the film, you know. And that's really a gift because... What if I was playing a nurse, or well, I did that too, but like a fireman or a, a lawyer or something that I've never done? It's just very, it's a, a gift to be able to have experienced a lot of these things that I get to act out on film. Yeah, chatting with Dina Carter uh, on the Tim DeMoss show and WFIL in Philadelphia. And uh, along those lines, one of the many themes I took down some notes and just said that people each have a story you might not be aware of, or it looks like it's one thing and then it, it shifts or you see another part of their lives unfold, a piece you didn't know about. And uh, even in your case, cause you, uh, you know, you had all those different experiences growing up before the music piece really kicked in for you. And, and all along the lines of, um, it's never too late too, and, and uh, to see change, um, you know, right. Or to see new things happen. Absolutely. And, you know, doing this film, it's, it's, again, another parallel. I don't feel like I'm done. You know, I feel like right around the corner is that next amazing opportunity. It's like writing the song You and Tequila with Matresa back in 2002 and putting it on a record, going on tour with Kenny Chesney and Keith Urban. Ten years later, Kenny records it and makes it a big hit. You know, it's just like... Wow, we got to go back to the Grammys and the CMAs and the ACMs and the AMAs. Just like we won a Nashville Songwriters Award for that song, which is like an Oscar in Nashville. And it was just amazing to know that if you don't quit doing what you're put on this earth to do, then God's going to reward you for that. He doesn't want you to give up ever. He wants you to keep putting one foot in front of the other so that he can keep supplying opportunity for you. And that's what Jolene does in this film. And so it's really fun to live that out on film. And I know it's coming around in my real life, too. That's great. Dina Carter, our guest, A Very Country Christmas Homecoming, the film debuting this coming Sunday on Up TV at 7 o'clock Eastern. Um, Veterans Day is also coming up soon. One of another many themes in the film that's addressed uh, managed to be brought into the mix as well, which is a, a neat touch for sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We appreciate how much the veterans, they, just how much our servicemen sacrificed for us, what our country's founded on. Um, you know, I got to go to Korea, and I've done some USO things, but mm. they took us to the DMZ. They took us to, uh, to see things in person. And what struck me the most, and it was very emotional for me, but seeing the families, like the the wives and the children, their family leaves their family too, you know, and they sacrifice so much. It's the servicemen themselves that are so brave to go and fight and for us, but their families are there brave as well, standing in the gap and being away from their country, and it was just amazing to be in the middle of all that and 
honor them in the ways that I've limited ways, but just to honor them and say thank you. So thank you for bringing that up because that is a big day in our country that it might not get all of the accolades it deserves, but it's been nice to see it in recent years get a lot more notoriety, Veterans Day. So we love our veterans. That sounds good. That's great. That's great. Dina, I know that I'm thinking other themes that come through, too, in a very country Christmas homecoming, the importance of family, being together, being welcoming, I think, and reaching out uh, is very powerful. You know, th- those I did not just I'm going to round up my people at Christmas or Thanksgiving, but I'm going to I'm going to welcome on the fly those who need a spot or who show up. Yes, absolutely. You know, I mean, that's what Jesus did. <laughs> he didn't go to heal the uh, well people. He went to people that needed to hear his message and be there. So, you know, we're encouraged to open our arms as wide as he did for everybody and love everyone and stand in that truth. And that is what the season represents is the gift of giving of your heart and your home and yourself. And I really hope that we can get back to that. I really do. I think the, the across the globe during this time has been pretty amazing and resilient hmm. to see how people are hanging in there and um, just waiting for things to burst open so that we can get back to it. And we will all be so much more grateful. We'll all be better off in the long run for this happening to be taught the lessons of how blessed we are, you know, and the people around us are so precious. Dina, I know you have more folks to talk to. Just to conclude, if folks want to keep in touch, I know Dina.com, D-E-A-N-A.com, but also you do Wing It Wednesday and every Friday TGIF episodes, weekly reflections from a biblical perspective. If you just have a quick second to share about either of those or or what they're about. Absolutely. Our Wing It Wednesdays are every Wednesday at 6 p.m. on all my socials. Um, and we just come together. My husband and I sit, and we just have fun. We wanted to have on hump day, the middle of the week, to play some cover tunes and just wing it, play some of my stuff, and take requests from our fans and our families growing on that. So please come and join us on Wing It Wednesday. That'll be tonight at 6 o'clock. And then Fridays are my TGI episodes that are just taking world events, our country, things that are going on in my own heart and life sometimes, and I'll go to the Bible and see what God says about it and get some guidance. And I've been doing that for four years since the last election. And it has been so amazing and helpful and great to build that community too. So either one or both of those things, come join us and be a part of our family online. Dina, it's a pleasure talking with you. God bless you. Have a wonderful holiday season too. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Bless you and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye. Country artist, author, and actress Dina Carter on the Tim DeMoss Show. Quick break. We'll wrap up in just a second on WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. Congressional candidate Kathy Barnett joins us tomorrow. Wayne Nelson from the Little River Band on Friday. We'll have prizes up for grabs as well. Tell a friend if you would, 888-988-5656 to help out in our partnership with Transworld Radio, just 63 to go or so. Jim Maximax, 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. Thanks for listening in today. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.